podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson. We are on Series 3, Episode 25. I'm here with the team, Lucy Wilson. Hello. Anna Neary. Hello. And Tom Hazelden. Hello, Wembley. Merry Christmas, shall we say. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Wembley. As this is our Christmassy episode. Merry Christmas to you all. Hi, One hi, hi. and all. And to all a good night. Ah, and this is where our story begins. <laughs> good night. How, how does it go? There was a, something about a mouse in a house or something. It was the, the night, night before Christmas, Christmas and all through, through the house. house. Not a creature was staring, not, not even, even a mouse. The stockings There's were hung by the chimney with care mouse. in hope that St. Nicholas yeah, would soon be there. <laughs> There's still a mouse. Wonderful. Christmas time. Who loves Christmas time? Me. Me. Lucy? Yeah. (laughs) Do you love Christmas time, actually? When it, yeah, in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) In a minute. You have to love Christmas time in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Christmas time is definitely the best time. 100%. Yeah. But how different i was thinking about this the other day how different is theater at christmas time go on anna you look like you're ready to say something it's just it's i think it's more jolly oh no it's not oh, oh yes, yes it, it is. is that is definitely a it? big thing isn't it there's not much like tragedies on is there during christmas time that is a good point actually i'd like to see the statistics on that yeah it has been one minute do you like christmas now lucy yeah Yay! I might change it so all our voices sound like little elves there. Yay! Yay! You sound like elves anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I am an elf. That was um, it. She looked at you when she said that, Tom. You just get more pantos yeah. on, don't you? Really? True. Mm. I wonder what the ratio panto to show to like normal show is. Mm. What, so, like in London or across the UK? Yeah, both actually. Because you find that a lot more theatres have pantos than they do like regular shows yeah. during the panto season. I so from what, end of November to beginning of January yeah. is usually panto season. I think the ratios will be higher to pantos across the UK than just in London. Mm. True, very true. Well, I suppose there's more theatres, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, when you look really. at. Is it just a British thing? Is panto just yeah. a British thing? Well, when I watched I'm a Celeb, Caitlyn Jenner didn't know what a panto was. Ah, okay. It's not It's not American. I don't know if it's yeah. in other countries other than the UK. She didn't but get it. not the, American. She didn't get that. Oh, no, it isn't. Oh. <laughs> it's behind you. She was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Yeah, because I know that um, my auntie that lives in America, uh, a lot of her American friends ask what a panto is. Wow. And she has to explain it. How would you explain a panto? Here we go. If you I'm had not to sell, to swear, am I? No. What's a panel? If you had to sell a panto to someone, I would be like, "Have you seen Shrek the Musical?" It's kind of a bit like that's the closest <laughs> show I think you have to a panto, but it's a bit more cheesy and doesn't take itself seriously. Not that Shrek does. <laughs> Fair enough. But Shrek is a good quality show. True. And a panto usually isn't, but they're really good fun Ooh. and everyone likes them anyway. <laughs> That's how I'd sell a panto. I feel like people, like anyone can go and watch a panto, but people, like not anyone could go watch a piece of theatre, mm. okay. depending on what the piece of theatre is. Yeah. And quite often in pantos, the songs are like, versions of pop songs rather than actual musical theatre songs. Yeah. Um, it's just a lot more cheesy, isn't it? With a lot more True. audience participation yeah. and slapstick. Yeah, that is the biggest factor, I suppose, the uh, breaking of the fourth wall. It's like a kid's show on acid with songs. <laughs> <laughs> Pantos. Pantos, yeah. Panto for grown-ups that haven't grown up. Like, imagine if Dora could hear you, but still not really. And... Oh, it is like Dora. I never thought of that before. Yeah. And also Swipers dressed, dressed in, dressed in, women's in clothes. drag. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it would be boots, probably. Yeah, true. I also feel like Can once you you've seen map? one panto, you've kind of seen them all. 
Mm, yeah, just yeah, the fairy tale story with a few songs mm. and the full full broken. I'm not a massive lover of pantomimes, I'm oh, gonna be honest. I love a panto. Yeah, I like a panto. Yeah. I think I've seen too many. I enjoy pantos, but I'm glad they're just <laughs> limited to this. <laughs> well, they're not, but um yeah, I enjoy I enjoy them. I like that they're a Christmas thing traditionally. The novelty. Yeah. <laughs> so that it can wear off. Yeah, because otherwise I think pantos would become more popular. Um What? Pantos are popular. They can't become any yeah. more popular. Well, they can if you if you give them the opportunity to be year round. True. Which oh. I know some have some like Easter do, pantos. Yeah, I was gonna say stuff, some people do it at Easter. Has anyone is, is be, been in a panto? A lot, yeah. Been in you a, have been in a summer panto. I never knew that. How many pantos have you been in? Just roughly. Six. Six. Oh. Yeah. Why have we never seen these productions? Yeah, Did you I think you have. play a stepsister Maybe in one of them? Ah. I played a stepsister yeah. in a ballet, not in a panto. Uh, yeah. I've never played a part in a panto. I was always just... Were you like the kid? Uh, no. Uh, so my dance teacher at the time used to get a lot of the main parts in the pantos with a particular group. And she used to want to have, oh, and she used to choreograph them as well. And she wanted to have a group of dancers. So we wouldn't really go to like many of the full cast rehearsals, but she'd just teach us dances to do in the show to kind of fill the dancing element of the show. Fair I can't believe that you were in six pantos. I don't know, definitely, but it was about that, yeah. Right. We always used to do them at February, though, which I always thought was a bit oh. weird, like February yeah, half term. Weird. It's a bit late, that. Mm. Or just really early. True. Yeah, whichever way you look at it, I suppose. It's out of season, if you had to look at it. Tom Nana, ever been in a panto? No. Ever inspired to be in a panto? I want to, like, just to say that I've been in a panto. In a panto, yeah. Yeah. It was really good fun being in them. Mm. Yeah, it is great fun. I've done three, four, some of that, can't remember. Yeah. It was great fun. I was part of the script writing team as well, which made it more fun because then you could set stuff up, set up jokes, um, depending on who got cast where. So, I did a pirate panto. Did you? Yes. When was that? Summer, a few years ago. And where was our invite? Uh, lost in <laughs> at sea. I put it in a bottle. <laughs> put it in the sea. Were you embarrassed, Tom? No, it was like last minute, very last oh, minute. I com. filled in for someone, understudied for someone. You were the understudy of? I. Do you want the actor's name or <laughs> the, the pirate's name? No, the character. Kip. Ah. Yar. <laughs> were you just pirate Pirate number three? No, it was Kip. Oh. That's my name. Kip. Oh, you had a named part? Yeah. Oh. Kip the pirate. And <laughs> and what? You asked for the name and then refused to accept. <laughs> who, who did you want to study for? Kip. Just pirate three then? Okay. No, t- Kip. <laughs> Tell us a bit more about Kip. Kip was a pirate on Sally's crew. Wait. Did you understudy Kip or were you Kip? Well, no. Hang I, on. I was Kip. I wasn't understudying anyone else. Uh, someone who was Kip Dropped was in a car out. accident. Right. And then he's fine. Uh, <laughs> Glad to hear that. And well. then they were like, we need we need a Kip. And then my friend said... I could do with a Kip. <laughs> <laughs> then my friend said, I know a boy who was a pirate for 12 years, um, which is me. Uh, <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I filled in as Kip. Hang on, hang on, go back. You were a pirate for 12 years? Yes. <laughs> Explain. Well, I lived on a boat and we sailed the seven seas. <laughs> I fought many a enemy and pilfered many a treasure. Um, drunk lots of rum. Uh, and then I left... When I was 12 years old. I thought that was going to rhyme. So that I could go to school. Because school is cool. Thank you. (laughs) You were drinking rum from the age of 
zero to twelve. Yeah, <laughs> is mate. this what you're telling me? Straight up. Did you never sing that song at school? When I was one, I sat down. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't know this one. I jumped on board the pirate ship, ship and the captain said to me, "We're going this way, that way, forward and backwards over the Irish Sea. A bottle of rum to fill my tum, and that's the life for me." And that's from one. And then when I well, was two, I buckled my shoe. It goes on with lots of rhymes. How how I, many numbers does it 12? go up to? I, we no, we just just make just make up more as you go. Oh, just keep going. There well, are at a certain like, point. There's, I think seven is probably. Oh no, eight. I know. I'm gonna have to research that. I can't mm-hmm. remember. I've never heard that ever. Well, you missed. I that. I always sung when I was one. I just begun. Oh. Ah. Did you do just begun? Suck I suck my thumb. I did suck my thumb. Never oh, heard that version before. Two, buckle my shoe. Three, knock, knock on the, the door. door. <laughs> ah, this sounds a bit like Nick knack Paddywhack, <laughs> which I am familiar with. <laughs> anyway, I feel we've gone a bit off piece oh, here. Oh, definitely. Are we on about so, theatre, sorry. From, <laughs> no, we're still talking about Tom's Pirate Panto. So you were Kip, and what was Kip like? I, I can't remember. He was, a, he was just a pirate, and he was pretty sure you've got a video somewhere i, I 100% do not <laughs> but i know someone in my oh yeah uh, okay if that are ever surfaces, you sure oh are. um <laughs> yeah who's just you know it's a panto they're like washed down pirates it's not like ah proper pirates like when i was a young lass it's a cbb's pirate show were you in the CBeebies Pirate Show? <laughs> uh, no, I wish. I'd, I'd have been paid way more. Yeah. You were paid? Yeah. It was oh a job. Oh, my. That's all proper, like, I wasn't paid. Mine was all voluntary. It was at Wellington Country Park in... What? Reading slash Basingstoke in the middle. I don't know where it counts as. Yeah, it's I think probably it's, more Reading. Yeah, Reading border. Fair enough. Cool. Yeah. Yar. But Anna is still yet to be in a panto. I know. One day. One day. One day, Anna, you'll achieve your dream of being a door. You may combine the two and be a door in a panto. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah. Any inquiries, email Anna Neary at <laughs> heremail.com. Her and she will answer those inquiries. Yeah. Um, she will be a door and a panto. Yeah, I guess like in this the area that we live in, there's not really an opportunity for adults to do a panto. Why? <laughs> uh, have you ever done a panto in this area? Yeah. No, no you, you can. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was it Kimbury or Hungerford near us just did a panto? Yep. Mm. Just feel like to do it professionally, you have to be a kid. Oh, you want to do it professionally? Mm. Ah. Well, audition then. Yeah. Mm. I don't think Anna wants to be in a panto that much. <laughs> How much do you want to be in a panto, Anna, from a ranking of zero to five mics? Five. Five mics. Oh, she panto. really, really, really wants to be in a panto. Yeah, Zig-zig. just to say oh. that I've done it. <laughs> oh, so it's just a ticking box exercise for you now, is it? Yeah. I thought you were taking this seriously. Yeah, I am. Oh, good. But ticking my boxes. You keep ticking those boxes. <laughs> Okay, so there are lots of pantos flying about at the minute and there may be some in your area. So we have a few that you should definitely go and check out. News and social. Not necessarily all pantos, but Lucy, kick us off with your Amdram show. Mine's not a panto, so sorry about that, guys. Mine is The Nutcracker, formerly known as The Ballet, but this is a new dramatised version of the popular story. And I chose this because I've only ever seen it done as a ballet. I've never, ever seen it done as an actual show. Um, It is on from the 19th to the 21st of December with a matinee on the 21st of December. And it starts at 7.30 for the evening performances and 2pm for the matinee performances. It is by the Caramba Theatre Company at the Bear Pit, Rother Street, Stratford-upon-Avon, Warwickshire. And ticket prices are £12 or £10 for concessions or £40 for a family ticket of four. 
If you would like to book tickets, you can call the box office on 01789 403 416. Very good. Nice. Anna, your show. My show is a pantomime, uh, the Frog Prince family pantomime, which I've never really known a company to do that pantomime before. The Frog Prince, yeah, I suppose it's something different. Yeah, so uh, running from the 19th of December to the 4th of January, so that's quite a long run. And then matinees on the Saturdays of those by the Talisman Theatre Company. They're performing at the Talisman Theatre in Warwickshire. Um, you can call the box office on 01926 Um, Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a good show. So uh, it's by Stephen Duckham. Nice. Frog Prince. Something Familiar different. With his work. Yes. Yeah. Tom, your show. It's the most wonderful time of the year. But what is your show? It's the most wonderful time of the year. I know, you already said that, but but what what is is your show? show? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Because it's Christmas, we know, but what What is is the title of the show? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Okay, just tell us your show. Okay. It's the most wonderful time of the year by Runaway Theatre Company. Oh, okay. That's Um, the name of your show. Yeah. Uh, It's on the 20th of December, one night only. um, And it's uh, in Glasgow. So if we've got any Glaswegian friends, then uh, go and see it. Uh, It says for tickets, contact Ken Christie uh, on 07730783636. uh, also, I was having a look on the website. Uh, tickets are tickets are ten pounds, um, and you can also book tickets on the website, which is runawaytheatre.co.uk/boxoffice. Uh, but tickets are ten pounds, and it says including tea slash coffee, mince pies, and shortbread. Oh, very um, nice! Mince it's... pies and shortbread. I love shortbread. Or, or I shortbread. don't know if where well, it says and, which implies that you get both. But I assume wow. it's a choice of Crazy. those things. Not um, everyone likes mince pies, do they? Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, it's a it's a Christmas concert full of Christmassy songs, so it's a little something a bit different. Go and see it if you're a Glaswegian. Go and see it if you're from Cornwall. That's a long way to go, isn't it? Yeah, but it's worth it. Yeah, fair enough. Cool. I have a panto. It is from a company that had a sellout show last year, and all they do, from the looks of it. It's pantos. They Mm. are called SPADS, Song, Panto, and Drama Society. So they are performing Sleeping Beauty at St. Francis College Theatre in Letchworth Garden City. And it looks very good. They looks like they've got like a professional poster done and stuff like all the pros do. Mm. Um, Yeah, just the story of Sleeping Beauty. It is on from the 27th of December to the 30th of December with a matinee performance every single day. So the matinee is on at one and the afternoon performance is on at five, which doesn't give them much turnaround time. If it's like a two and a half an hour show, they won't have much time in between, will they? No. No. Tickets for adults are £12 and children between... Three and 16 are eight pounds. Children under three are five pounds and concessions are eight pounds. This looks like it's going to be a great show. So if you live near the SG6 postcode area, definitely go and see that like show. Like a G6. Like a G6. And out and out. Cool. That was... News and Social. Whoop, whoop. It was News and Social. So, shall we play some Christmassy games like all families do at Christmas? Yeah, yeah go on, Okey then, granddad. So, what game would you like to play first? Number two. Number two. Okay. Oh, we have to pick a number. Ah, Lucy picked a number. It wasn't numbers, but she did pick a number. Wow. Okay. So, the first Christmassy game is called Guess the Ending. Okay, so I've got a, I've got one that I'll do that I'll read out, and then you can each have a go. And if you don't get it right, then it passes over to is, the next person. Is the ending like? And they are all Christmas songs. Oh. Okay. 
So it's Christmassy. So we're taking it in turns. So the first one is for everyone. You have to buzz in with your name. Okay. Do you remember your name? No. Good. Okay. So the first one is, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write. Dot, dot, dot. Lucy. May your days be merry and bright. Yes. Point to Lucy. Well done. Thanks. You're welcome. I do like a Christmas song. She does like a Christmas song. Okay, Lucy, would you like card? One, two, or three? Two. Two. Okay, Lucy, you're one. Just for Lucy. And if Lucy doesn't get it, then it opens out to the floor. Well, I wish it could be Christmas every day when the kids start singing... And the band begins to play. Yes! Point to you. Well done. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're, You're good welcome. at this. Anna, would you like one or three? Uh, one. One. Okay. Think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Next year, <laughs> I could be just as good. <laughs> That's so funny, Tom. Huh? Not to... Not to to crap on Lucy's points, but <laughs> Lucy had like, I wish it could be I Christmas. Know this one too. I, yeah. I have no idea. This one. <laughs> I know this one as well. I've no idea. It's just no idea. It just made me laugh because it was it. like you a do. really yeah, of course. It seemed like a really it. difficult one. We listened to it together the other day. Uh, These are all well-known Christmas songs. It's just. Would you like it again? Yeah. It. Can yeah, you? Can I'm you purposely? Jazz, can you it. sing it as well? <laughs> no, I'm purposely <laughs> saying them to put you off. Okay, think of all the fun I've missed. Think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. Next year, I could be just as good as you. I've no idea. Sorry. Okay, Anna doesn't know. No. Open it to the floor. Buzzes with your name. Lucy. <laughs> I think Lucy's Lucy. Lucy. <laughs> uh, if I can't remember if it's you or I, does that matter? Say what you think if you it is. Check off my Christmas list. Exactly right. Love it. What song's that from? Michael Bublé. Think of all the fun I've missed. It's Santa Baby. Oh, Santa yeah. Baby. Yeah. yeah. Not technically Michael Bublé, but yes. On the twelfth day of Christmas, <laughs> my true love gave to me. <laughs> yes. What did she give? So, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let Good your heart say. be light. From now on. All our troubles will be out of sight. I'll give it to you. Very good. Yay. It was just your troubles will be out of sight. But yeah, close enough. Okay, that was first game. That was guess the ending. This next game. Is guess the beginning. (laughs) Is a lot more fun for you. Okay. (laughs) So I'll do one and then you three take it in turns. Okay. Hum the song. Okay. So, pick a number between one and four. Four. Okay. Ready? Ready. Mm-hmm. Buzz in with your name. Tom. Silent Night. It is Silent Night. Yes. That was quick, Tom. Booyakasha. You are much better at this. Tom, as you won, you get to pick the first number. One, two, or three. Three. Should have picked two. Regrets. Okay, Tom, you hum this. If anyone gets it, you get a point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lucy, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Correct. Lucy, as you got it right, one or two? Two. You can't have both. You can only have the one. Okay, you hum it. If anybody guesses it, you get a point. Tom. Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Very good. Anna, you have what is left over. Oh, great. Okay, you hum it. Anyone guesses it? You get a point. Tom, Santa Claus is coming to town. He is indeed. (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. So, in third place, we have Anna Neary. Woo! 
<laughs> There's a sale here. <laughs> In second place, we have Tom Hazelden. Yay. Thank you. And in first place, with a whopping score of four, is Lucy Wilson. Very good. There we go. Some some Christmassy fun that you can all play along with. Merry Christmas at home, and you can always you can always pause this, play with your family, play it on play it on your Alexa speaker. You can get us on your Alexa, and pause it and see if anyone in your family guesses it on Christmas Day. Alexa, play It's All The Next podcast. Sneaky. I love I've done the job for you. There we go. Simple as peas. So that was our games, Hum The Song and Guess The Ending. So now moving on to... Ba-da. Album of the Week. Ba-ba-bum. Yeah. It is Album of the Week and our album from last time was Lucy Take It Away. Nativity. Sparkle and shine. It was nativity indeed. How would you describe nativity to people that don't know about nativity? In one word? Oh, go on. Give it in one word. That'd be Mm. great. Pizzazz. Oh, pizzazz. It's a nice word, that. Pizzazz describes nativity. So for those that don't know, nativity is a show about a school that puts on a nativity and they are told that Hollywood is coming, but they've been misinformed. However, there is a special surprise at the end. I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't watched it. It is also a film, usually on at this time of year, but we listened to the original cast recording so, Lucy, what did you think of it? As it was your pick, I'm guessing you absolutely love it. Five out of five mics. Five out of Ooh. five mics. That's a lot of mics to give it. There is nothing I don't like about really? it. Really? What is your favourite song? My favourite songs are the show songs at mm-hmm. the end and uh, my very first day. Is that what it's called? I've got my lunchbox mm-hmm. in my hand. got my butterflies in my, my tummy. Oh, Bend me. <laughs> bend me. Bend me, bend me. And it's just lovely. It is. It is a really, I just really can't good say anything soundtrack. wrong with it. I mean, it's not perfect as in like, it's not a perfect, like the singing isn't perfect, and it, but that's not what it's about. It's about the fun of it and the messages. Cool. Very cool. Anna, what did you think of it? I loved it. How many mics would you give it? Five. Five? That's yeah. a double five. Double, that's like a ten. That is just like ten. Mm. If ten was to be anything like ten, it yeah. would be double five. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite song? Um, apart from the show songs, um, I like Hollywood Are Coming. Anyone catch the Coca-Cola reference in that song? In Ho- Hollywood the, Are Coming. Hollywood yeah, are yeah. Coming. Yeah. But Radio One has spot that for me. Sport what? The Coca-Cola advert. Oh. Yeah, but I Have won't tell you because it? it will spoil it for you. Oh. Tom, what did you think of the album? I I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I love the, the film Nativity. So, um, yeah, so I, I like the soundtrack and there's some nice songs that they've included to, like, obviously to fill it out because it's a, a musical. Yeah. Um, and there's just songs in the last bit in the film. So, yeah, I like I like the some of the songs they've added in. I like the one that um, Lucy said as well. What's that called? Um, Very First Day. Yeah, I like that one. Out of the ones they've written, I think that's one of the nicer ones. I also like, there's one that Jen sings, and I can't think what it's called. Um, I think it feels a little bit out of place in the show, personally, but I think the song on its own is really, really nice. Um, I would give it a... Th- Three out of five. Three, cool. Um, and yeah, I'd say my favourite songs are, are the show songs at the end, probably. Fair enough. Cool. I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I find it hard to listen to without visuals. Um, I don't find it as easy as I thought I would, but I do. I did enjoy it. Um, and it was 
It didn't feel as Christmassy as I thought it would. It's, it's got that sort of poppy feel to it, which is good because you could Mr. listen to Mr. it. Poppy. Yeah, you could listen to it in July and it also wouldn't feel out of place. Um, I mean, it has Christmas references within the words, but um, yeah, it's good. Really good. Cleverly written. Very clever. So for those of you that follow our Instagram, you will know that we went and saw Nativity. Lucy and I took Tom Nana as uh, their birthday treat. Uh, belated, yes, but... Thanks very much, guys. Very well, exciting. Well, the, the tickets weren't belated. We got those on our ah, individual birthdays. True. Also, before we go on to that, how many mics, Jazz? How many mics? We didn't give any mics. I was going to get to oh, that. Okay, all right. Um, because... I would give the album three mics, but after seeing it and then re-listening to the album, I'd definitely put it up to four mics because now that I have the visuals captured in my head along with the sound, um, it definitely increases it. I find so, that with so many shows. The visuals some, just Yeah, help. some musical albums just aren't supposed to be listened to. As an album. Yeah, yeah which is, well, solid. like all of them, basically. Well, but you know, When they're written, they're written for the stage, for not like for character development the and stuff. Ears, yeah, which doesn't yeah. make sense if you don't see the journey and if you don't see the dance and the lights and the costumes. But some of them just work. Yeah. Some of them don't as well. Just the album. Yeah, but it was really good. A really, really good album. Um, I enjoyed it, especially this time of year. It was, uh, yeah, it was good fun. And then going to see it was was awesome it was really really good what did you think of the show when we went and saw it really really good awesome the two main guys who play mr poppy and mr madden's were brilliant and brilliant against each other and the kids weren't brilliant but that's the point they were brilliant at being not brilliant yeah school i know kids, what you mean if yeah. that makes sense yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I absolutely loved it. I thought like all of the set and everything was really good because in the film, if you've watched the film, the show at the end is like quite a massive scale production. And considering that Nativity is touring, the set they had was really cleverly used for the show. Um, I really, I, yeah, I just, I just loved it all. It's just again it's nearly on the cusp of being a bit like a pantomime because of the way it just makes you feel good coming out of it not for any other reason yeah i just really loved it i'd watch it again you touched on the panto thing that was that was one of the issues that i had with the show actually was the not that the show itself feels like a panto but the audience that it attracts treat it like a panto and it's really not um i can understand how you would think that and there's nothing you can do about it because it just it just is going to attract that type of audience you know yeah um but yeah what one issue i had with it was that the audience kind of treat it like a panto i agree which is also the same issue going back to um mary poppins that we spoke about last episode or the episode before there, there were a couple of audience members when we saw it that were very like you know very treated it a little bit like sort of you know oh yeah we can sing along and funnily enough no 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 no, you can't (laughs) since we spoke about mary poppins i um have spoken to someone else who went to see it and they said that there was a kid sat behind them and they were like really fidgeting like kicking her chair and everything she said actually i kind of don't blame them because i don't feel like they've made the show for kids anymore like the way they've adapted the show they feel like it's steered away from being a kid's show to yeah i wonder if they've gone with the times. so the people that would have watched the film as kids they've kind of tried to grow the show with Maybe. those people but it is yeah. still a children's show isn't it yeah i know that they tried to make it similar to the book as well as the film ah, i see and i guess the book is less child-friendly than the film i true so I, I reckon what they've done with it is and we will get back to nativity in a minute um, i reckon what they've done with it is sort of they've tried to make a show that is like a you know 
professional, high quality stand up West End show. Yeah. And not sort of thought like, oh, well, we should cater this for kids. But the issue is they're Disney and it's Mary Poppins and it's just going to attract a child audience regardless. And there is stuff for kids, but it's not like, oh, I'll take my kids to this to shut them up for two hours and they'll be glued to it. It's like if you're on the fence about it, it should be. I will take my kid to this for two hours because they can sit through something and enjoy it without, you know, having to, you know, you have, you, it's, there's like a certain type of kid that it's for. And it's not yeah. the sort of like, it's not like, oh, we'll take the kids to the panther. I'll shut them up for a couple of hours. It's like, no, your kid has to want to see it and be able to sit through something quietly and in, in, enjoy it. That's maybe a bit more mature. Uh, nativity we also saw which we started this conversation <laughs> um off on a tangent anna what did you think you haven't mm? said anything about nativity oh, i did i said it was awesome okay <laughs> but yeah it was really good i liked it i was impressed yeah. that they actually flew angel gabriel yeah that's that what cool. I was impressed mm-hmm. with, was really especially good. for a touring production mm-hmm. as well. It's like, whoa. And how cleverly they used the set, actually. It was very yeah, I minimalistic. When like they used the Nazareth buildings and turned them around as dressing rooms yeah. to have the, like, like it does in the film. I yeah. thought they did that very well. Yeah. I, yeah. See, I was in two minds whether I enjoyed the parts where they kind of went backstage and were cutting in the middle of the song. So I was like, oh, well, I like this song. Um, but they do it in the and film. And they have the speech in between it. Yeah, mm. I, I suppose it's different with the film because they cut to the a different scene. Mm. So you're, you're physically there, whereas you see it on stage happen. Um, I don't know. I felt it kind of spot a bit the magic for it. Mm. Um um, one thing I will say is, have you got Tom's stop stunt casting button? I think hmm. this is appropriate for this. Mm. What um, I'm about to say. We all agree oh, with yeah. that. We all agree with this. Go on. So, Danny Dyer, so the female. Female, female version um, of Danny Dyer. Was in the yep. show, and there was no need for her to be who's, in the show. He's famous Not at all. from Love, Love Island. Island. Yeah. I've been um, told. Stop stunt casting. There was no need she for her. She was shoehorned in because she's sells tickets apparently well i don't get she actually how. made me not want to watch it she mm. was the only thing i didn't like i think she bought the show down sorry mm. and it's not her fault really like well, surely she appeals gonna, to the wrong demographic if someone's gonna offer like to that. pay you a lot of money to do something like that of course you'll do it but yeah, the part was written purely to get someone famous in it to get bums on seats yeah but i don't think that's the right no person no well, I don't think it's the right person. I don't think it's the right way to get people in. If you had Andy Day from CBeebies, maybe. Mm. But Love Island was the like highest viewed pilot kind of first episode, wasn't it, in the world this year, I think, in the UK. Yeah, but not by kids. No. No, but I think a lot of kids, teens sort family. of watch it. I, I don't know. And I think, yeah, it brings in like, it's it's aimed at sort of, you know, similar people, I think to Danny Dyer that would maybe like take their boyfriends or girlfriends. I think it's that sort of mid twenties range they're trying also, to bring. Also a lot of parents probably watch Love Island. Yeah. So like mm. there's mm. something for the kids because the kids love nativity, but also something for the parents because the parents Yeah. But I think it's so well written that there there are jokes in there that completely go over kids' heads. Mm. There's bits I was laughing at and I could see kids around like don't get that. Don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, whether it was a play of words or or an action that was that was insinuated. Yeah, it was great. The two leads were really really good. Um, Scott Page and Scott Garnham, really great as Mr. Poppy and Mr. Maddens. Um, hats off to them. Yeah, it was a great production. It really was. But yeah, like you say, Danny Dyer wasn't a highlight. Yeah, no offense to her. Like, no. Uh, as, as much as like I personally don't like Love Island, like you know, she she is just doing a job. She's been offered a job, and she's trying to make a career. And uh, you know, if, if it popped up, would you turn it down if you're in the same position? Yeah, no, true. probably not. It's a job, and it's getting your brand out there, and it's money over Christmas, and it's good fun. 
that role was just like was just shoehorned in for her basically um yeah and there was no need for it it, it kind of took you out of the moment but yeah not her fault no but. fair enough but a really good show a really great production uh the lighting was awesome all mm. the way through it was really really awesome um some of the actors weren't always in the light, I noticed. Yeah, but yeah. With, no, with a touring production, you, we did you get, get there. Night, though. Yeah, yeah. You, you kind of get that new stage, new everything. Yeah, it's always a slightly, slightly a bit different. I um, um, I don't know if it's a problem I have personally, <laughs> or if it's just like if you guys found this as well. But I, this quite often happens to me. I had a problem with the the sound. Sound. I I, 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 you can, I can never hear what they're saying. Yeah. Like, and obviously it's 10 times harder with a show like nativity because you've got kids that don't like enunciate and they mumble um which like we like lucy said earlier it's nativity it's like it's such a good show for kids that aren't like stage school you know like angels that do everything perfectly you know it's like the the point is they're kids that no one ever really takes a chance on and because of that they're not necessarily trained and yeah they mumble a bit sometimes and i just it wasn't just them. It was like adults as well. But I just find it really difficult to to hear. And there was like a bit of an echo. And I don't know if that's a kink they were still trying to work out at the, the uh, Haymarket, not Haymarket, the Mayflower, or if that was just a, a general issue. But I don't quite know. often have this with shows. Yeah. I think, I think I'm just going, going deaf. deaf. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what issue I had? Huh? Do you know what issue I had, Granddad? rustling sweet rappers in the audience oh my god it was like just a sea of sound across the auditorium like it's not a cinema we had this This in mary poppins as well yeah like if you can't sit for two hours without rustling a paper you need to go and see a doctor two hours isn't that long to go without having Mm. something to eat no it isn't you don't need to stuff your face every five minutes also the thing i don't understand though is like i think it's fine to eat sweets in a show like but you open your sweets before (laughs) or you pick a moment when there's loud stuff happening you don't (laughs) wait until it's like the emotional climax and he's traveled all the way to hollywood to see his long lost love and she's had to say no to him and then has a breakdown on stage and she's crying and the audience are quiet and you've got... Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. When we saw Grown Ups, right, we were sat for, uh, the row in front of the back row of the stores. I could hear someone, they had to be in like row E, rustling their sweets. <laughs> and I, I was it's just like, how can you, how can you be that? like unself-aware that you're making that much noise i just think just people are so that. entitled like they think they have the right to do that it's just like can you imagine days. if someone let out like a giant like if i let out a giant fart while we're sat there <laughs> like a really loud fart <laughs> i definitely put that in the <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's the same thing right yeah yeah but like w- but at least you could kind of maybe forgive that because you might not be able to control it as much true. you can control <laughs> when your hand goes in a bag of wine gums true Theatre etiquette needs to be reintroduced, I feel. Oh. Like, everyone treats it like a cinema, and it frustrates me. It's too late, though. No, it's too late. We're all doomed. Yeah, we are. Theatre's way too commercialised. That's and, the problem. Yeah. And also, Mayflower, turn the aircon off. Jesus Christ, we were <laughs> oh, freezing off the my top. my neck. I was absolutely freezing. My back. <laughs> yeah, we were cold. My kneecaps. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. All so cold. Yeah, everything was freezing. Like Frosty the Snowman up there. I know it was the Nativity and it was meant to be Christmas. It came themed, on at a really but... random time as well. Yeah, we I thought like... that. It was like 15, 20 minutes into the first act. And we were like, yeah, Mayflower, yeah. if you need somebody to come and edit What's a happening? set point on your sensors, then I'll happily come and do that because it was freezing up there. Also, we should just point out that there were so, so many people coming in late. So many because everyone's always started at half seven. Yeah. yeah didn't it start at seven? Yeah. At seven. We had the nightmare yeah, true. At seven. And I think like, I can understand if it was like an hour difference and they've probably done it because it's a kid's show and they get the kids home the a bit earlier. Stuff, but yeah. like, I don't know, half an hour seems like kind of a pointless. bit pointless. Yeah, it's still finished at like 10 o'clock or something like exactly. that. Yeah. Quarter to 10. So I don't think it would have made much difference. If a kid's going to be up at quarter to 10, I don't think it's going to make much difference if they're up at 
like quarter past 10 instead. You know what I mean? True. What's wrong with a 7.45 start? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Even like quarter past seven would have been... True. But it's still not half past seven, is it? A lot of people are arriving for half past seven. So, but a great show, all in all. I thought it was a wonderful show. Thoroughly enjoyed it and glad we got to see it on its tour. This is the touring production we are talking about. This is not the production that's in West End. Cool. Very, very formative and very good piece, I think. Mayflower. Get on it because that air comms is freezing. Okay, so as we are on the penultimate episode for the year, there was only one person left as going round to pick an album. So, Miss Neary, it is you to pick an album. Please go ahead and choose the last album we'll listen to in 2019. Yes. <laughs> for the podcast. I'm in two minds. Oh, no. What album to do. Just be in one mind. I'm trying. And and filter it. Um. So, okay, guys, pick one or two. <laughs> two. 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 Okay. okay. So you guys technically picked it, so it's not my fault if you guys hate it. Okay. Um. <laughs> my album of the week is The Wedding Singer. Hey, <laughs> Already hate it. The wedding, uh, the <laughs> Your fault. Original Broadway cast recording. It's uh, lots of multicolors on it, and it says the wedding singer with a microphone. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's the original Broadway cast recording. Enjoy. Very cool. There's a lot of songs. A lot of songs. How many songs? 22. Is there an overture? But the songs are very short because it's only one hour, one minute long to listen to all of the songs. So have fun, guys. Yeah. Have a good Christmas. (laughs) I tried to find a Christmassy album and I was like, there's nothing left. Used Elfinity. Should have picked number one. That was the Christmassy album. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to do that next time in January. Yeah, in January. Yeah, Christmassy album in January. Yeah, in July. Yeah. So... Cool. So The Wedding Singer is our last album of the year to listen to. So please do get in touch with us and let us know what you think, because we love to hear from you. That was... Album of the Week! Yeah! We have got to that point in the show where, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. But before we go, we will give you a recommendation from each of us, not necessarily a theatre recommendation lucy would you like to kick us off with your recommendation yeah my recommendation is spend time with your family at christmas don't worry about what gifts you buy and the money stuff spend time with the people you love that's what matters that's nice very nice very festive and make sure you tell them all you love them. Anna, what is your recommendation? My recommendation is do the complete opposite of what Lucy said. Don't <laughs> worry about presents and uh, make sure they're your priority. And, make and sure don't you spend time with your family. No, <laughs> just, just, just buy presents. Go bankrupt. Okay. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm joking. That's not mine. Uh, my recommendation is a theatre recommendation. Um, you can now uh, like vote. Uh, for the What's On Stage Awards. Um, they've just released their nominations. So if you go on their website, you can. Uh, it's quite easy. You can just like click on the people that you want to vote for for each category. And it takes, what, like five minutes to do it? Nice. Um, but yeah, it's quite important. So go ahead and do it. Very cool. I did it. Tom's done it. Yeah, vote for falsettos. <laughs> no. Stop swearing the vote, Tom. I'm not. We're impartial. I don't know what you're talking about. Tom, your Swain recommendation, please. Well, I was going to do a Christmassy one, but I. Go on, you can do a Christmassy well, one. I can't one really if you think wish. of anything Christmassy. Oh, like, okay. What? Go and have a mince pie? No, Thought that's not my recommendation. Uh, I'm also going to do a theatre recommendation. Uh, go and see uh, Amelie at the Other Palace in London. Um, get tickets. It's on until the 1st of February. Uh, and it's just one of the best pieces of theatre you'll ever see. Uh, it's so, so good. Go and see it. Very nice. And my recommendation is, if you are part of a theatre group and you have not heard of easy fundraising, 
then let your committee know whoever is doing the fundraising or the marketing or the treasurer let them know about easy fundraising is super super easy to get signed up get your especially if you're a charity you can get on there straight away and then get all of your members to instead of using google they can use easy search and they can search through there and every time they search they raise money for your society and also you can buy things whatever christmas gifts you're going to buy you can buy through easy fundraising so if you're using ebay or amazon or argos or whoever you're using a lot of the main ones are on there and a percentage of that will go towards your theatre society. So not only are you buying a Christmas gift, as you would normally, you are also raising some money for your theatre society at this difficult time of the year. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. So that is all from us. It's a Merry Christmas from them. Cherry blisters. Merry Christmas. And a happy, and a happy New Year from me. And we shall see you for our final show, or you shall hear us for our sh final show, shall I say. <laughs> One more before the year's out. How does a sheep say Merry Christmas? Uh, uh, I've forgotten. Bye. Sorry. What's happening? <laughs> 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 so I've got Pete. This is the end. <laughs> Take our bows. This is how we die.